You're listening to FCUM Community Radio. So we're now joined by Pam from the Hummingbird Project, based down in Buxton. That's right, That's yeah. right. Uh, would you like to give us a little introduction about what the Hummingbird Project is? Of course, is? yeah. The Hummingbird is a grassroots organisation started by myself and a woman called Jo Gregory um, in, back in 2015 when we decided that we could no longer keep watching the, the pictures on the television of people drowning and generally being in a really bad way. And we set about trying to do something to help. What we did was we started collecting um, aid for people to send out and make contacts with people. That, that was the biggest thing we did, actually make the contacts. And since then, we've gone from strength to strength, really. What kind of aid are we talking about here? Well, we've took everything, really. We, initially, we sent a lot of clothes because people were in transit. They were soaking wet, coming off boats with no clothes. Um, we've sent about 45 tonnes of clothing out of our little shop in Buxton. Um, again, we've sent a lot of medical aid, um, especially to Syria. The Syrian hospitals are in disarray. The war has, has rendered them very poorly resourced. We've sent everything from band-aids to um, incubators for babies. We've fundraised and, and working with other grassroots, sent stuff out there. And that's the thing, isn't it? It is grassroots. It is. It? it is. Give us a bit of the history about, about how it all started. I mean, it was... It's literally people who just said we've had enough. We can't wait. We can't wait for people to... The people that have got the power to do something, they're choosing not to do it. So we either sit back and say, well, that's fine, or you say, well, we'll do it anyway. One of the problems that seems to have happened over the last two years as well is that when aid does go across to these countries, including, I know you've been over to uh, France as well and uh, worked yeah. with the, the port areas, um, the aid, has it been difficult getting it across? Is it difficult to, to bypass the bureaucracy of being able to get it to the people that need it most? I, th- I think that's the clever trick, to be fair. Um, when Joe and I started, we both decided we would never send anything unless we knew who was getting it at the other end, that they actually needed it. Because what happened initially was a lot of people with great good heart, not us actually, sent tons of stuff that wasn't very useful and actually created quite a problem, especially in northern France where they had all sorts of stuff turning up that wasn't useful. So we spent quite a lot of time doing the groundwork, making the connections, finding out who needs what, how we can get it to them, and working with the bigger charities that are already there, people like Syria Relief, like One Nation, and actually just help, they help us to get things where they need to be. You're talking over the last two years or so, since all this... 15 con- months. F- yeah, since all this um, yeah. started, in a way. I, I know the, the, the Calais issue's been there a bit longer than that, but it has been in the news a lot yeah. over the last 15 yeah. months or so. There, there is two ways of dealing with it, in a way. Well, three ways. You can, you can ignore it altogether. Yeah. You could be proactive like you're doing. Yeah. Or you could take what's, what's kind of happened, and that's where everyone's kind of reacted to it in a in a very weird and unexpected way, in a way, when it comes to uh, the politics of the, of the continent. I mean, what, why was it that you decided to be proactive rather than take that route? Of- it was, there was a single moment that I can see now um, when there was a, I was in the living room in the warm and I was looking at the television and there was a boy standing outside a tent in Calais. He was 14 and he was on his own. And every instinct in my body was just to go and get him. At that point, I thought there was only one 14-year-old boy on the road. How stupid was I? Um, and I just thought, anything I do is going to be better than nothing. So if what I could, my husband said I couldn't go and get him, he wouldn't let me, and he was probably right. Um, so I thought, if I can get some coats, keep him warm in the winter, maybe that's a good thing I can do. And what's really, really amazing about the hummingbirds, about the whole, because there's a network of us all over the country, we work together to get things right. So we can be really responsive, you know, um, people can say to us, what we really need is this, and we've got, right. and we've got such a good, through social media, Facebook, 
is driving it really. Um, people will respond and the love, and it just makes you feel good in a horrible world. Now, at the minute, me as a kind of bearded liberal kind of guy, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel slightly down about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over the last 15 months, have you noticed it go, the, the enthusiasm waning or increasing? It's interesting, isn't it? Make me feel happy yeah. what I'm trying well, to ask. Yeah, I will make you feel happy. Uh, what we found is that the worse things get globally, the more love comes in. So people, people are motivated by all sorts of different things. You know, when Joe Cox died, we had a group of poets from Hull contact us and say, we're going to write a book and we're going to sell it for you because we have to replace hate with love. You know, we have a lady who, who has, again, got very upset by stuff turned our energies into making creative things which we can sell we, get, we had a man come in the shop he must have been 100 on sticks and he had one, a bag with one pair of socks in it and he just walked in and he said it's not much and I said to the person that's got no socks it's the world so thank you and if everyone bought a pair of socks we really could put socks on everyone's feet so it's the little things that make the good things. And that, that's what the next question, really. I mean, what, what is it that the, yeah. the Hummingbird Project need? Right. I think we've changed a lot because things are changing all the time and, and we respond very much to what people in the field are telling us. Our new hot off the list for 2017 is that we want everyone to help us to be humble. Humble is our acronym, which helps me remember what we're doing. So hygiene, H for hygiene. We, we did say, somebody did say it's like Sesame Street. Today we will bring those yes. H, about the H, H to you. Hygiene, toiletries, nappies, wipes, sanitary items, stuff like that. Underwear, really we like new. We don't want anyone's old boxer shorts. You might get some of them after the day, <laughs> to be honest. But we can, we can live with uh, really good bras that have been used. You know, that's fine. Medical items, we'll have everything from a packet of paracetamol to... Uh, a CT scanner if you want to give us one of them that's fine um, blankets for B for humble sleeping bags keeping people warm really important love I'll come back to love in a minute that's the L and E everything for the feet most importantly if you've got good feet, everybody knows if anyone's ever worn a pair of shoes and don't fit them when I was in Calais I was in the jungle I was talking to this lovely lovely young man I was saying to him you're alright have you got everything you want he said I'm fine I'm fine I looked at his feet his shoes were held on by masking tape and it was raining but he was fine because that's why he, he didn't want to take things. It, just, mm-hmm. it was complete opposite to what the media tell you was going on out there. So hummingbirdproject.co.uk is, is the website Yeah, to, that's to the website. On. Facebook page, Hummingbird Project, Hypey People Helping Refugees. Really important because there is another hummingbird in Brighton that just does Calais. So ours is Hypey People Helping Refugees. But before you go, you mentioned something they said you're going to say at the end. Oh, love. Love, love yeah. Love... Um, Last year, we, we were asked by the doctors in Syria if we could put together bags for children. Uh, when the children come into the hospitals in Syria, unless you're really injured, you don't get seen to very quickly because it's frenetic. And they wanted us to put some stuff together. So we created the bags of love, and they were beautiful. And we got the video today that, of them arriving. But it got us thinking, and we don't want to just do them for children. So we're doing packs for peace, so we will do things for older people, for younger people, for teenagers, for mums, for dads. So that's our love. Knitted items, people make baby clothes for us. Friendship bracelets, we had schools put, give friendship with a little note saying we love you or we're thinking of you. It's the tiny little things. Teddy aid, teddy aid is massive. You think if you're in a desperate situation, do you really want a teddy bear? Yeah, you do. If you're six and you've got nothing... Having a teddy to cuddle is important and immense. I'm going to ask a question, that, and the reason why I ask this question because there will be people that will listen to this podcast back and they'll go, 
that's really, really good. But what about our own? What about the people in the UK? What about people that are living on the streets and so on and so forth? And that's something you're gonna, you've come up and we and we do as we all do. You know, those of us that are classed as wishy-washy liberals that are do-gooders but don't help our own. What do you have to say to one of those people uh, about something like this? What you're doing? I think it, I think it's a fair point. I think there are people who are struggling here. And I think what we do is we always try, we divert any, anything that comes to us that is not useful for us. We divert to, to Corner House in Manchester to help homeless people wherever we can. We do all our stuff, that, all our carrier bags, this is really random. People bring stuff to us in carrier bags, all our carrier bags go to our food bank. Because since people have to pay 5p for a carrier bag, they've got no carrier bags to put the food in. Also any food that comes to us that's not suitable, we go to the food bank. We've been known to trade tins of meat for chickpeas with the food bank because people in the high peak are not that fond of chickpeas but they do get donated so I love chickpeas. it's about it's about making i mean i would also question and we are not political and we never would be but i would question who is our own we're all the human race it's all our own we are people and we need to live on one planet together and, so. what, and they're fine fine words but what makes it what makes it important to come to just a football club and that's at the end of the day what you hear it's a football club here but what makes it special for you to come here and be what makes it special that the reason you are here I think we were blown away last time we came here we just didn't expect a football club to be like this um, so inclusive so different to what we expected and they, we came in July and it's ripples in a pond we come and we talk to 100 people if 50 of them go home and talk to 5 more it's, it's spreading the word um, as a result of last time we were here, we've been approached by um, graphics people who did our posters for us. We've had donations coming from all sorts. You never quite know who's listening to you. And um, I just think, I feel so passionately that we, we all need to recognise that these are human beings and that we're not powerless. That's the biggest message. You're not powerless. We can all do something that will actually make a difference. And even if it's only a little bit of difference, lots of people doing a little bit of difference makes for a big difference. So we thank you so much for coming here. We, we love it. It's our pleasure. We'll come back you. again. Uh, hummingbirdproject.co.uk. Yeah, thank uh, you. A big thank you, Pam, for, for coming on. Massively. And, uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for your time. You're listening to FCUM Community Radio.